Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton, and we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. Hey, it's Kevin here. And today's episode on the Science and Spirituality podcast is a story time. And I'll be sharing with you my spiritual awakening and manifestation story. And this spans over eight years. It really started in 2014. And it's when I started to open up and really realize that I, as well as you and all of us, every single human being on this planet is more than we ever thought that we were. And it's been a journey. And I want to share this with you because I really believe it can be inspiring to help you see yourself in a different light and also see a path, a, a way forward. Because maybe right now in your life, you're feeling stuck or stagnant or not on the right path or confused or questioning and wondering like what's next or how to move forward, how to take leaps of faith, how to really go after what you want and create a life that you love and ultimately serve a purpose, a real deep soul purpose in this lifetime. And I really believe that uh, it's powerful when we hear stories that we can relate to. So listen into this and see if you can relate. And I'll be doing my best to relate this back to you as we go along and sharing the things that I've learned along the way that can help you as well. And that I still use to this day, like principles, laws of the universe, ways of being and thinking so that it can help you in your life. So as much as it is a story, it's also something you can learn from. So hope you enjoy this. So my story really begins back in 2000, around 2013, the beginning of 2013. And at that time, I was in school to get my doctorate in pharmacy. I chose that path uh, in a very logical way because in, in high school, I loved science and math. And my dad helped me pick out a career path that played to my strengths, which is very straightforward, very logical, very reasonable, right? And so I chose pharmacy as a career path because I love science. And I also had at least an idea that I wanted to help people. I had that in my mind, in my heart, wanted to help in some way. And also, to be honest, it was also the six-figure salary that was an average in the United States when uh, I was looking at that career path. Like when you graduate, it's an average of a six-figure career, six-figure income when you graduate. And so that lit me up, of course, as well for security and financial stability. Um, but really, it was, again, very logical. So I really enjoyed the first couple of years of my schooling until, again, 2013, which is a, I was about two and a half, three years in. And I got introduced to personal development and it really started to expand my mind. And the first book I ever read, maybe some of you've read this, or maybe you've heard of this book. It's a classic in, in personal development. It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And that book really started me on a path of discovering more of my own unique and innate ability to create what I wanted to create in my life. And I started to question things. Maybe you've done this in your own life is where you're on a certain path and you start questioning things. You start to really look at your life and see is like, is this what I really want? Is this really me using all of my potential or is there something more? And so I started to question, started to realize that there is again, like more 
power, potential opportunity, really, in my own heart and mind that I could do something in this world. And so that got me on a path. It, it was a while, uh, probably a good year. I started to really think about where I was going in my life and again, questioning. And after about six to eight months, I started to realize more and more deeply that the path that I was on was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And as I got into more personal development, I started to open my mind even more and started to really see as well as like what was really going on in the industry I was in. And ultimately that in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, money is made from people being sick. And I had this awakening when I was in, I was, I was an intern at a Rite Aid pharmacy in New York. And I, I was working there for some months. And this one day I just had this epiphany and I was behind the counter, just counting pills, like helping the pharmacist out and, and having these drugs dispensed to their patients. And I started to really recognize and, and see those people who would be coming in day after day, week after week, month after month. And I started to just notice the, their faces and their energy and how there was a spirit that was lost within them that it, they, they really didn't feel like maybe they can get better. It, it was just maintaining their current state or being okay with status quo or normal in terms of their health. And I started to feel horrible about just what I was doing because I realized that what I was doing in that work was really just putting a bandaid over people's problems. And while this is not the case for every single thing that is, you know, with modern medicine and Western medicine, but I saw it as a majority. And I started to really realize that I did not want to contribute to this system that was really dealing with treating symptoms rather than the underlying cause of the problems. And so that started to really pull me off of that path and question my whole choices in life, which can be really challenging. And so I, I kind of went into like this tailspin of questioning my path even more, but then also getting into a depression and doubt and worry about what I was going to do. Because at this time, I was almost four years in, I was about four years in to a six-year path to get my doctorate in pharmacy. And I, I was this, in this place of back and forth. Logic was telling me to stay. I mean, my friends around me who I started to share this with of concern about my path, as well as my parents and my brothers, all my family, like everyone around me was saying like, no, just, just stay in school, like get your, get your degree. And then you could decide what you really want to do, what, what makes you happy. And to me, like I can even feel it in my heart right now, like even just hearing that me repeating those words for me it just felt like it was some, there was something off. Like it just didn't add up. It didn't make sense, even though it was very logical to stay in school because there was years of, of time invested. My parents, God bless them, invested tens of thousands of dollars. I had very little amounts of student debt. And I also had friends and, and just a whole life really around that career path. And so there was, again, a part of me though, and I was feeling into that there's something more. And this, this, I really believe is like the first key. And this you'll hear echoed throughout my story is when you get quiet and you really give yourself space to listen to your heart, to listen to that part of you that knows what is right for you, what is best for you, then there's clarity. It might, it might not make sense. It might shake up the normal that you've been living, but there's, there's a deep wisdom to that. And when we listen, 
magic happens. And so it took me a while to really listen. That voice, that inner voice got louder and louder and louder while also the logic and the doubts and the worry were also getting louder. And I was, again, in this, this point of back and forth so much that I really did end up for months being in this state of, of depression and just not really being excited about life and not really wanting to be like hanging out with friends or even studying. Honestly, I started to lose my interest in studies. And so, um, of course, my grades started to go down and down and down until there was a decision moment to be had. It was really a defining event that in my last day of my fourth year, we were I was in the, this pharmacy lab. We were receiving our test scores back for one of our last final exams. And remember, I had been studying personal development for about a year and a half at that point. I was starting to get into a little bit of spirituality, but it was mostly like working with the mind and uh, like the subconscious mind and achieving what you want, setting goals, all of that. But there was, there was a deep knowing that I had more in me. But at this time, I was receiving test scores back and I opened this, this, uh, this slip of paper that had our test scores on it. And I discovered that I failed a required course to continue on in getting my doctorate by literally 0 0.06 points. I was that close. It was like a C minus that I got in the entire, year, uh, the, the entire semester class based on that last test grade. And many of you know, if you've done this, that like you can like calculate your grade so that you know exactly what you need to pass on that last test in order to pass the class. Well, I knew that down to the decimal point. And so I knew that I had just failed by 0 0.06. And I was devastated at that point because first off, I had never failed a class in my career of, of schooling. I had never failed. I've gotten low grades here and there, but like never actually failed a class where I would have to repeat it. So that was embarrassing to me and felt, I felt really ashamed because I knew I was better than that. I knew I was smart. I could pass these classes. But then I also started feeling this kind of this crushing feeling of in my heart that, oh my God, I have to stay for another year. So what would be two more years in pharmacy school would be three. That much more time, that much more energy, that much more money. And also I would be left behind from my classmates, my friends. And so I started to feel this immense pressure and anxiety. And the first thought that I had was, okay, I need to go to the teacher and see if I can get some extra credit. And so I went up, talked to my teacher and said, hey, like, is there anything I can do? I'm literally just this close to passing. And I will never forget this moment. What happened next? My teacher looking me straight in the eyes and with compassion for sure, but just straight answer, no, I'm sorry. And I knew that was it because this, we were in our doctorate degree, like classes. And so they're very strict with that. And so I knew that was it. Like there was nothing I could do. And as I walked out of that pharmacy lab, away from my classmates, away from my teacher and having this, this grade, you know, being like kind of over me, like a little, like a storm cloud, I started to have this breakthrough in awareness because I realized that I failed this class because I was no longer interested in this path. My passion for it was gone. And so of course my test grades were going down. I knew that, but now this was a real sign for me that this was not it. And it gave me this, this burst of inspiration to actually make a difficult, challenging, uncertain, really scary decision to not continue to get my doctorate. 
And that again, scared the living daylights out of me because again, of the pressure of the, the logic of staying and also the pressure from the, my peers, as well as my family, like stay in school, just continue. But I'm, I was an adult at this point and I can make my own decisions no matter what anyone else would say. And so it was within an hour after receiving that test score that I was decided. I said, no more, I'm done living this life that I know is not for me. And I said yes to living a life that I loved, which by the way, I still had no clue <laughs> what that was. And that was, that was definitely a part of the fear of not really knowing what was next. It was the unknown. I had some ideas that I had some interest in personal development and supporting people and helping people like realize what I was realizing over the last year and a half, but there was no structure to that. And I didn't really have any path forward that was very lined up like school, but it was calling to me. And again, going back to that point, when you listen to that inner voice of knowing magic happens. And so let me tell you about the magic that happened right after that. There's a great quote that illustrates this, what happens next is that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. And clearly I was ready because I had made a decision. I was saying no to an old life. I was saying yes to a new life really wholeheartedly, even though I was uncertain, I had no idea how it was going to work out. And that night I, I got an email from a mentor who I was just connecting with, like through email, like I was on his email list. I was watching his free YouTube videos. His name is Bob Proctor. If you're familiar with him, world-renowned life coach, author, teacher, and he promoted, he shared in an email uh, with his whole list like about this woman named Mary Morrissey and her dream building webinar. And so this is back 2014. So there was webinars, it was called webinars back then. And so I was interested in this, 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 this woman was speaking to me, speaking my language of understanding that there is deeper knowledge and wisdom and understanding of ourselves that we can use to apply into our life, to build a life that we love. And she was saying that there's a system that is proven. So I was like, okay, I'm open to hearing. I would love to learn more. So I went to that workshop that night. It was like an hour long. And at the end, she offered a three-month program, a coaching program with her. And it was called the Dream Builder. And everything that she shared on that, that webinar, which one of those things I'll share with you here, just to share kind of what sparked that interest and what has really kept that fire of interest alive for me to like continue to study and learn deeper and evolve my own perceptions about these things that we can learn in life in spirituality and science as well to live a life that we love and create results that we want. And the one thing she, she, she shared at the very beginning was that electricity, you think of electricity, it works perfectly if you work with it. Meaning if you and I learn how to wire our house to code, our apartment to code, then we can have electricity anytime that we want, no matter who we are, no matter what our history has been, no matter what we've done in the past, and no matter where we're going or where, what, like really what we even believe in. It's like there is a law of electricity that can be applied that you can have a result of light after dark. That it's perfect. It works perfectly. And that there are laws of the universe that are equally as perfect. They're immutable. They cannot be changed. And if we work our life within them, if we work with them, that we can have results that we want. And that made perfect sense to me because again, coming from a background in science, it's like there, there is specificity to life it, itself. I mean, there's an order to everything in life. Look around you. 
all the atoms that make up the walls in the place that you're in, or even the electric light, or I'm using a computer now, like all of the atoms that are organized in this space to create this technology that we call a laptop, or even the microphone that I'm using, or the, the phone that I have in my hand, all of these things are organized so perfectly that we can use it at any time, as long as it's charged, right? Like the laptop and the, the phone, then we can have a result of having access to more information, to internet and to talking with people and texting and, and social media and, and this podcast. Like there is a perfection to things if we can learn to work with the laws of life. And so that really sparked something in me because I was like, okay, if there's a way I can learn about these things and apply them into my life to have what I want to have, then why not study this? And I realized also that I'd been trying for a year and a half on my own <laughs> to discover you know, this, these deeper laws, deeper understandings about myself and my life and the universe and how it all works together. And so I was realizing, okay, like I could use some help, but <laughs> the investment being, it was like $600. No, that's actually $500 for the course. Um, it was a self-study course for three months, but the, uh, the, I actually didn't have that money. And so I had to put it on a payment plan. And so there was a part of me that was fearing. It's like, what am I doing? Like, I don't have a steady income going forward. Like I had a part-time job still moving forward after, uh, after I graduated, but um, this was illogical for me to do this because I had to put it on a payment plan. It was like $150 for four months. And I, I was feeling fear around that. It's like, how am I going to pay rent or how am I going to buy food? And so I was going through this kind of lack and limitation thinking, but then again, it came back to what am I choosing in this moment and what choice will lead me to a life that I would love living to have the results I want to have. And it made complete sense to me to take that leap of faith, to invest in that. And it changed my life. It really did. Because again, the magic happening from that is that, that student was ready. I was ready. Teacher appeared. I dove in. And I started to learn about this system of, of transformation that Mary Morrissey, my mentor, calls dream building. And also one other thing, it was also her background, her just in, incredible amount of investment and study in learning about these laws herself. So really quick, I, I just pulled this off our website for you to know, because you, you probably heard, if you're a listener to our podcast, Chris and I mentioned Mary Morrissey's name. So she's been our mentor for me, eight years now, going on eight years for Chris, I think four or five years. Um, but so a background on her, Mary holds a master's degree in counseling psychology, an honorary, honorary doctorate in humane letters. She's spoken three times at the United Nations, facilitated three week-long meetings with His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, and other world leaders, and even met with Nelson Mandela in Cape Town, South Africa, to address the most significant issues the world is facing. And she's also an author of two best-selling books, No Less Than Greatness and Building a Field of Dreams, which became a PBS special, and on and on and on. So this, for me, it kind of like built up. It's like confidence. It's like, okay, this woman knows that she, what she's talking about. It's not just her putting something together and saying, I hope this works. Like it works if you work it. So I dove in, I trusted, I, I was willing to trust the process. And within a very short period of time, it was like two months, I went, because at the time I was working again, that part-time job in pharmacy to leaving that, I got an opportunity to work for my fraternity that was in a fraternity in college. And I got uh, this job in Texas, moving from Philadelphia, where I was in school to Texas for this job. And it was a very part-time job, but I was getting paid like double the amount I was being paid at the part-time job. And this was actually even less time that I was invested each week to work this job. But um, 
it really showed to me like just that things work if you work them. And so I was starting to have more abundance, more freedom in my life. And actually now going in a direction of something I enjoyed, because I did want to serve my fraternity and the brothers in that, that chapter, at least in Texas, um, which if you're interested, it was Austin, Texas. So I was in the, uh, yeah, Austin, Texas for about nine months, um, working at my fraternity, Phi Kappa Psi. And yeah, that, that was a great movement forward. And then a couple months later, even I started to get more interested in, in yoga. And so I got certified as a yoga teacher, went on to get that, but then things started to change very quickly for me because I was learning this, this dream building system, how to apply it to really have the results I wanted. And I also continued to study with Mary Morrissey. It wasn't just that three month program, but I continued to invest in her, like support from her in terms of coaching. And it's been literally years since then. It's every single week I studied with her on a weekly basis for the last seven and a half years. And so I continued and that helped me stay in a structure so that I can continue to learn deeper and deeper awarenesses about these laws of the universe, as well as just my working with it and how I can work with my mind and my heart and to open up to more abundance and more freedom. So with all that said, I want to share with you another really interesting story. So in that next year of support that I was working with Mary, I got an opportunity to go to Concord, Massachusetts with her. So this was October of 2014. It was about six months, well, four or five months after I invested in myself. And I got an opportunity to go to this spiritual retreat. It was like a four-day live event in Concord, Massachusetts. And that's exactly where transcendentalism began. If you're familiar with Henry David Thoreau and Ralph Waldo Emerson, if you're not familiar with those names, I highly recommend you look them up. Uh, amazing men in the, last, in the 18, late 1800s. And helping people and writing and speaking about this, this spirit within us that can transcend circumstances, that we're not limited by the money in our bank account, our current circumstances in love or our friends or family or our current work, like that we're more than that. And so we went to, the, to Concord, Massachusetts to study these, these, these men and their work. Um, and there was something that happened there that just awoken with me, within me in terms of my own spiritual awakening. Because one of the biggest keys that I started to learn over those months with Mary and her teaching was that I am a spiritual being, same as you, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Now, you probably heard us say that before in the podcast. You maybe heard it somewhere else, but there is immense implications to that because it means that we're not limited by this human form. We're not limited by the thoughts that we think. We're not limited by the, the feelings that we feel, and we're definitely not limited by the, the actions that we take. We are more than each of those, but here's the key, and this is the challenge, I believe, for all, all of us is that up until this point, we haven't learned to really come from our spiritual nature and bring it into our human experience. Meaning that we are evolving past past thoughts and past those old feelings and past those old actions, those habits. But most of us have just this idea that we're a spirit and that we're more than these things, but we're still stuck in the human evolution of things. We're still stuck in those thoughts, emotions, and, and actions. And so we limit our, ourselves. And so it's, it was a training for me over years and still, I'm still in it, honestly, because it's never ending. We're never going to fully be there or make it because there's still this, this human body, this, these are human thoughts that we work through. And we are again, of course, evolving and evolving and evolving. But so I started to really connect more deeply with my spiritual nature of just who I really am, starting to bring that forth in my decisions, bring that forth in my thinking 
And that changed everything. And so months go by, I'm at this event where we're studying these deeper realms of things, deeper ideas. And I started to put out into the universe because things started to happen for me. As I said, I got that new job. I started uh, getting certified to get to become a yoga teacher. And there was so much more opening up for me. I started to really consider, it was like, what do I really want? Like, what would I really love to do in my life? Like in my work per se, because that was the one thing I wasn't hundred percent sure about, but I wanted more freedom. I wanted to help people in a deeper way and just transforming themselves at a deeper level. And, and so I started to dream, what would it be like if I was doing what my mentor was doing? Like, what if I, what if I could coach people? What if I could teach people about these things? What if I can speak about this and have people really listen and have their lives changed by it? And I was lit up by that idea. And I had no idea how that was all going to work out. Remember, that's actually another key. I'll pause here to speak to that for a second. If you're stuck on the how, like how is it all going to work out for what you want to create, then you'll always be limited because needing to know how is a human construct, meaning it's our human mind that is looking for how it's all going to work out and what's the plan or or what's the steps gonna, we're going to have to take? Like, how is it all going to work out a month from now, five months from now, 10 months from now? We get so locked into this because we're, that's just how we're conditioned in life. And so I started, like, as you can tell, like I was going beyond the how. Back when I left pharmacy, I had no idea how it was going to work out moving forward. Now in this moment, I was dreaming and really considering uh, what would I love? I really would love to teach, but I have no idea how because I, at the time I was 22, 21, and I really, I was like, who's going to listen to me? <laughs> and so I started to really just open up. I was like, all right, all right. doesn't matter how I, it's okay. I'm young. Like I, there's still a way there's gotta be a way. So staying open to that, I had a vision of what that might be like, but I had no idea how, and I was at this event when something interesting happened. Remember magic happens when you apply these certain things that I'm sharing the magic in this moment happened that in the second or third day of the event. We were having lunch and there was, there was about 40, 50 other people at this event with me, with Mary and her team. And she had a couple of people on her team. One of them being her son, his name is John Boggs. And her son is the CEO of her company. And I happened to just sit next to Mary and John at lunch. And they were interested in how the hell I got there, <laughs> to be honest, because again, like I said, I was, I, I was 21 at the time. And their next youngest client in that high level structure of support, because it was a year long investment, was some was the next youngest person was someone in their mid thirties. And so they were, they were just wondering like, all right, like a 21 year old kid, I really consider I was a kid back then. Um, how did you get here? And so they asked, and I started to tell my story, everything I shared with you up until now, and my investment in personal development, even before that, I was just a voracious reader, listening, looking up YouTubes and just YouTube videos, and just really just like really going deep within myself and study. And as I was telling my story and how like then I you know, trans transformed my life from pharmacy to then working for my fraternity and then get, you know, getting certified as a yoga teacher, I was going on and on about all these things that were changing my life. And then John just looks at me like I had said something confusing. He had this like scrunched look on his face and it was just like looking at me. And I paused my story. I was like, well, like, hold on. Did I say something wrong? Like, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? And then he lightens up. He's like, oh, 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 I'm just piecing my own puzzle together. It's like, okay, like tell me more. And at that moment he said, you know, 
your story is inspiring. And also we've been looking for someone with your talents, like your interest in personal development, because we're just opening up a new position in our company called content developer. And so it would be someone who'd be going through Mary's work, like all of her books and recordings and the things that she's done in the past to help us develop new programs and go beyond what we've done before and editing, you know, videos and just all this, this behind the scenes work. And I was, I was like, my eyes must've been like, like lit up like a deer in headlights. I was like, what? That sounds amazing. And so he said, like, you can apply for it. Here's where you can email us, like, like share us with us a video of like why you think you should have the job and what your qualifications are and everything. So I was lit up. I shared, I, I recorded that video literally like on, like in the airport on the way home from that, from that event. And I, I shared on the video, I, I put in my application, super excited. Two weeks later, I got an email back that I did not get the job. And a part of me felt disappointed. And here's another key too, is like, I was disappointed in that moment, but also I learned that disappointment taken over time will not lead you to any result that you would really want. And so, yes, I was in the moment disappointed and discouraged, but I was opening up. It's like, all right, there's gotta be something I can do to still move forward. And it was also evidence that I was like, all right, this is at least evidence someone's seeing in me that I have that kind of potential that I could be a supporter, or a teacher, or help in this industry of personal development and spiritual development. So I was like, all right, that's awesome. But then a day later, as I shifted my mindset about it, I got an email from John and him saying, you know, like, you know, I'm sorry, you didn't get the job, but also I still see that in you. I see the spark in you. Like there's, there's, there's potential within you. And so would you be willing to work part-time just five, 10 hours a week for me, for my sales training company that I'm still running on the side? I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. So I got the opportunity to at least start content developing, maybe not in the exact industry that I wanted, but it was, it was a step forward. And that lit me up and it just really was amazing to me at how that happened. And so again, like magic happens when you've decided for what you want, you're clear on that, you've let go of the how, and you're also trusting in the process. That was really the, the third key is about trusting in the process that sure, there might be disappointments that happen, but that you're not letting that get you. Like you can have disappointment without letting disappointment have you, meaning that you're driving your life by that disappointment or those thoughts or those emotions, that you shift that because you can. The power is always within us. It's not in any circumstance you're outside. And so that really started to strengthen even more of my faith and belief in these principles and these laws. And so I went on, you know, continued on. It was months later, six months later, the next part of my story happens that April, 2015, I invested myself again. Mary Morrissey and Bob Proctor were having a live event in California called the Invisible Side of Success. And it was a two-day event where they were recording it to create a program. And I invested in that. It was like $1,500 for the two days, which felt like a lot to me at that time. And I, I went to that two-day event and at this two-day event to just invest in myself more deeply and studying more of the invisible laws of success that govern all of our results. I, at that event, was at a, uh, we were at a break and I was walking in the hallway and I was still working for John part-time, 10 hours a week. And I get stopped in the hall by John's little brother, Matt, who is, does also work for her, their mother's company. So Mary Morrissey's company and Matt stopped me in the hallway, Matt Boggs. And he says, oh my gosh, you're here. 
And like, I must have looked confused because I was like, yeah, of course I'm here. I, I love these events. Like I wouldn't miss it for the world. And, and, but he had known that I was doing work for, for John's company on the side and I was doing content developing and I was doing well. And so he had known about that. And apparently I had no clue about this, but they also were looking for a second content developer for their company. And he saw me in the hallway and he realized that I was committed to investing in myself. And he said, you know what? Like you're here. That's super inspiring. I know the work you've been doing for John. Guess what? You're hired. I was like, wait, what? Wait, like, is this real? Like, is this real life? He's like, yes, sure. Absolutely. Like go talk to the manager of the programs department. She's in the ballroom right now. I know you're on break, but you can go in and uh, talk with her. Let her know you're going to be her new employee. And I was on fire for that because again, trusting the process, taking steps. I was also willing to take steps again of like, obviously doing work for John, like and doing the best that I could. And there was, there was an element for sure about being in the right time, being in the right place, but it was also based on the decisions I made. Remember I invested in myself, I show up. And so that, uh, that, that led me into my next chapter of life where I was working full-time for my mentor's company. And so there's so much that happened over the next three years because from 2015 to the end of 2017, so I guess it was like two and a half years, but I consider with uh, working part-time for John for those six months, it's about three years that I worked in the personal development field as a content developer in this multi-million dollar coaching company. And it was, I learned so, so much in that company and doing that work. And also it was a blessing also because I got to go to almost every single event that they had as a company. And so there was probably about two or three events that I went to uh, each year that helped me develop even further my own awareness, my own ability to create that I want, what I wanted to create to change my own vibration, to change my thoughts, to live a life that I love and create results that were amazing. And so I won't go into all the details of what happened over the next three years, but think about it, 40 hours a week, you know, every, every single week, maybe a week off a year or two weeks off a year. Uh, but then also those three to five, probably about three to five events. Cause some of those events I invested in myself and continue to go into. And I was just deep in the study. And there's a principle that comes to mind um, when it comes to mastery and mastering a skill or mastering some type of work. Maybe you've heard about it, it's the 10,000 hour principle. And that was ringing in my mind. I realized that uh, in a year or two into working for their company that I was really gaining mastery in all of this. And I'll tell you one final part of my story as uh, we're moving on here in this story. So hopefully this is interesting to you. It's helping you. Uh, but one final part of it, because again, three years go by, but about actually it was like two and a half years later. So the end of 2016, um, I started to have this, this longing, another longing. And that, 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 that internal voice of knowing started to speak to me again. Because I was living an amazing life. I loved the work that I was doing. I was getting paid full-time to do this work. But I started to realize that there was that deeper calling of serving people in a more direct way. Because I was doing great work. Again, like one, one example I always love to share because it was even incredible to me because I was like mind blown by this. Um, I helped write a guidebook or a, uh, like an ebook that is offered um, from Mary's company. And it was like, I ghost wrote it. Like I, I worked with Mary and her like language and her content and we put it out and it's like over like 50,000 people got that downloaded, which is incredible. And I was thinking about that. as like, wow, like 
I had a part to play in impacting those people's lives, but no one knows that, which is, I'm not looking for like recognition or ego in that way, but it was like, I, I want to support people in a more direct way. Cause I felt like I had this gift. I really feel, I felt in my bones that I'm here for the direct purpose of supporting people, serving people, teaching people in my own way. And just within within my own words, like my own vibration, really. It's like my own soul's essence. Maybe you feel that too, that you have this gift to give, no matter what it is, really. Um, so that's what I was feeling. And after, again, about a year and a half, two years, I started to really feel that calling so deeply inside my soul that I knew something had to happen. So that's when I made another challenging decision. It was also coming back to knowing what I would love, not knowing really how it was going to work out, uh, but also just trusting in the process that this was going to work. And so Mary and her company has a, a phenomenal training institute where she trains and certifies life coaches. And so I went to, at one of her events, I went to this informational meeting, like it was like an hour. And just to get more information to see if it was like something that I would be interested in investing in and going through to be trained by her and her uh, faculty to become a certified life coach. And there was something, there was one thing that the presenter said, uh, it was Matt Boggs again, that he said that was really, it just deeply touched me and just was, it blew my mind. And I started to cry after he said this. And the line was this, that there are people right now who need your support and only you will be able to to support them in the way that they need it the most. There's a vibrational match to those people that are needing support. And in fact, your desire to serve, to show up, to do this work in the world is actually the echo of the people who are directly aligned with needing your support and service. Like they're literally praying for you. And that was a complete paraphrase of what he said, but that was the basic message. And I felt that in my heart and my soul, I knew that it was time that there was, there were people that need my support and, and it fit my dream of having more freedom, more money, freedom, more time, freedom. And again, just doing work that was more aligned with my soul. And so I made a decision. It was scary. I had no idea how it was going to work out because at the time I was 24 years old when I started my business. And so it was incredibly challenging at first because there was all those logical thoughts of like, who are you to do this? Like, yeah, you might be trained, but you're still young. Like, who's going to listen to you? You can't really help people. Like you're going to fail. And all of those voices started to speak to me because guess what? The voice of our limiting paradigm or the status quo or comfort zone starts to speak to us when we're on the brink of a massive change. And that, I, thankfully I was trained in that and I realized that I was like, oh my God, okay, this is good news. I have a lot of this fear coming up, these doubts coming up. So time to shift it. And I shifted it with making that decision. I, I put an investment in, I, I invested in myself to become a certified life coach through Mary Morrissey's company. And I went through a rigorous training process. It was months and months and months of online training, two live events to get certified, hours and hours and hours of diving deep into not only learning Mary's work, but then also how to support clients into applying the principles that I'd learned into their life to have success results, a life they love as well. And 
over the last you know, several months, like then I got certified, I started my business, which was also another leap of faith, really quick story. Um, in their, their company, there was a policy that I couldn't be a life coach certified by them and start my own business if I was an employee of their company. And so September, 2017 is when I took that leap of faith and dove in. I, I resigned from that position, which was really sad. I got cried. My manager cried, like, which Carrie Walters is out there. I love you very much. Feel a big hug from me. Um, and yeah, it just, it was, it was a difficult decision, but another one that I just took that leap of faith and it was not easy in the beginning. I, I scraped my knees. Like I fell down. I failed a lot. And a lot of times in the first year, year and a half, I struggled. It was really challenging because I had to evolve my own perception about myself, as well as the, my willingness to do the work of sharing messages of transformation, doing workshops, attracting clients and really just serving people in a higher way than trying to get people, you know, like, and we all know this, like someone trying to sell us something, but it just like, it might make sense. It's like, oh yeah, I can see how that would work or help me. But like, I don't feel good about this person, you know? So that was a lot of me in the last, in, in the first year, like 2017 to 2018. But then I started to really hit a stride of just knowing that it's not about me. It's about serving people. And that's a massive shift that happens energetically that people can feel. You could be saying the same words, sharing the same thing, having the same thing to offer people. And it just feels different. So yeah, that's, that's really my story. I mean, I, there's so much more I can share within that, but um, a big part of it is I wanted to share is that leaps of faith are, are sometimes necessary, really necessary to create a new version of ourselves, to dive into something we've never done before, to have results that we've never had before. Uh, but that also having the vision, being clear about what we would love and being honest about that and, and then letting go of those fears and doubts and worries that might hold us back and feel limiting. It's like, oh, like, can you do this? Is it possible? And just knowing that's the voice of the status quo. It's a part of us, it's normal, and there's ways to move through that energetically with more power and confidence. So like I said, I hope this story has inspired you. Um, I'm really thrilled that I got to share this with you because it's so much, I mean, obviously so much of my life, it's, you know, I'm 28 now, soon to be 29. And so seven and a half nine to eight years, like that's one fourth of my life, 25% of my life I just shared with you in terms of a quick story. Um, as quick as I could share it, of course, because I can share a good hour or two more. But um, yeah, listen to over to this again, maybe it's like, or just recap those principles again of having the vision, deciding for what you'd love, not needing to know the how, going for what you'd love and trusting in the process, having faith. But one other thing that I want to really highlight is discipline. And it's threaded throughout my entire story. I really believe that I'm living the life that I have today, which by the way, I've uh, amazing fiance that I absolutely love. I attracted that relationship three and a half years ago. Um, I have a business that I enjoy. I mean, time freedom, money freedom. My health is getting, has been getting better and better over the years. And it's all because I've applied all of these things. And I mean, I got my own townhouse, townhouse of my dreams that Viv and I have and own and uh, the car of my dreams, which is a whole nother manifestation story. But um, yeah, there's just so much that has come into my life because of this. And it's just an amazing life, really. And I know that this is not just my story, that it could be anyone's story. It could be your story, really. Because again, remember, law of electricity, it doesn't work just because you've prayed enough or you meditated enough or you, you have did the right affirmations. Like 
it, it comes through a knowing and understanding of the deeper law of electricity that can have, that you can have a light after dark. No matter wh who you are, no matter your history, no matter what you even did just yesterday, if you feel like you regret something, but that you can work with electricity today and wire your house to go. So it's the same thing with the laws of the universe. It's possible. It could be yours too. So again, I hope this inspired you, really helped you in just seeing deeper. And also, since you very well know that I am a coach, I'm certified, I, I support people. If you're interested in working with me or having any interest in having support in general, I always love giving these gifts. It's about once a month that I, I give this gift of a complimentary call with me. It's, a, it's called a strategy session, and it is a 60-minute deep dive into me helping you get clear on the struggles that you're facing, the patterns that you've been holding you back up until now, then clarifying your vision so you can have more connected feeling to that life that you'd love to live. And then third, we'll talk about action steps and decisions that you can make to change your life now. And then at the end, if we find that we're a good fit to work together, we could discuss coaching as well, but there's no obligation. This is my gift to you. And if you are interested for sure, like book this call in terms of coaching, but um, yeah, this is really a support call to help you. And so it's my gift. It's the value of it is a hundred is a hundred percent is $250. Uh, but it's my gift to you today. And I've opened up my calendars about, you know, five to 10 more spots left. I forget exactly. Uh, but if that resonates with you, if you resonate with my story and resonated with receiving help from me, even if just this one conversation, then go ahead and click the link in the description of this episode and you can book that call and we'll get on Zoom. I can see you face-to-face. -face. We get to talk and I'll help you out with whatever's going on in your life and potential work, potentially working together. So do that quickly because those spots fill up fast and they go fast, but I would love to talk with you. So with that said, I will close out this story time. I hope you enjoyed the story, like I said, and hope it inspired your own spiritual awakening, maybe gave you confidence in just what you're going through and maybe inspiring some manifestation for you in your life. So have a great day, my friend, and we, I will see you next week for our next episode. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.